You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode 83, and today we're talking about learning to walk in the light. Jesus said this this amazing thing in Matthew 13. Uh, Matthew 13 is an incredible chapter that displays a a number of of Jesus' parables. And and in that chapter, he, he was explaining to his disciples why he spoke to the masses in parables but he spoke more clearly to his disciples. He said this, You are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. That's that's an amazing statement because it seems to say that, that there are insiders and there's outsiders. And in reality, that's true because we're all as close to God as we want to be. And we all have the ability, we have the potential inside of us if we're followers of Jesus to hear God's voice, to know God's will, to experience uh, communion with the Holy Spirit. God is light, you know, and His intention is for His people to walk in the light. Sometimes Christians seem to think that that God delights in keeping His people in the dark. And really, this couldn't be further from the truth because uh, God in reality wants to reveal His will to you. He wants to reveal His plans to you. I believe that God's always speaking. The question becomes, am I putting myself in a position to hear? And then I guess the other question would be, am I willing to pay whatever price it takes to hear from God? The Holy Spirit wants to illuminate us. The Holy Spirit wants to to bring light and to reveal God's plans to us, His will for our lives. But am I willing to have His light shine on the the dark areas of my life? Because if I'm allowing darkness to reign in my life, if I'm allowing sin and and, and, and those things that displease God, it's kind of silly for me to think that God's going to come and speak to me because the, the Holy Spirit operates in the atmosphere of light. And am I willing to let the Holy Spirit open those closed doors in the dark corners of my being? And then, and this is a huge question, Am I willing to obey once I know what God's will is? Because think about it. How silly is it for me to think that God's going to continue speaking to me if I haven't obeyed the last thing that He told me to do? So we have to have a heart that's willing to obey once we know the, the direction that God's leading us and guiding us. And I think it's good to point out, I'm not saying that God's going to give you the blueprint for the rest of your life, but God does want to begin to show you His will. He wants to show you the next direction that He has for you. He wants to speak to you. And um, and, and I think that if we can just put ourselves in a position to hear, we'd be amazed at what the Holy Spirit would speak to us. You know, there's a often quoted verse uh, in 1 Corinthians 2.9. 
Paul said this. He said, however, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. And it's that's a beautiful verse. I mean, think about the hope, the the anticipation that Paul's creating with those words. The idea of, of, of no eye having seen or ear heard, no mind even having conceived the things that God has prepared for us. That's amazing. But the next verse is even more amazing. And this is the one we don't hear. The next verse, 1 Corinthians 2.10 says this, But God has revealed it to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. So I think for us, it's understanding that God wants to speak, but putting ourselves in a position to hear from God. So what can we do to open ourselves up? What can we do to make ourselves more available to hear the voice of God? And I'm going to share just a few practical things that might help you. The first thing is we have to make time to listen. It seems kind of obvious, but we have to make time to listen. You know, we live in a very, very loud culture. There's always something playing in the background. The TV's always on or the radio or we always have our earbuds in and we're listening to music on our iPod or our phone. We'll never, ever learn to hear from God. We'll never learn to discern God's voice until we learn to embrace the silence. God's voice can God's voice can be missed in a, in a very noisy uh, in the very noisy clutter of our lives. And those who learn how to quiet their hearts and make time to listen are the ones who begin to hear the voice from another realm. They begin to to hear the Holy Spirit speaking and guiding and directing them. They hear that voice in in the Scripture. They hear that voice through. Um, uh, quiet nudges of the Holy Spirit, but they begin to hear the Holy Spirit speak. So number one, make time to listen. Number two, the Bible and prayer. These two things should never be separated. Um, Jesus told his followers, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. That is an amazing verse, John 15, 7. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. You know, God speaks to us through His book. How often have you found comfort and guidance, correction and encouragement in the pages of Scripture? I find it every day. As, as I open that book up, I, I, I anticipate going and, and reading the Scriptures, knowing that God's there waiting to speak to me as I read. And you know, what Jesus was speaking about here in John was, was this idea of immersing ourselves in His words and, and letting them become a part of our lives. And as we do this, as, as we let God's Word um, sink deep into our hearts and minds, we'll be able to pray intelligently knowing what God's will is. The words of Scripture have the power to renew our minds and change the way that we think. Another amazing thing about scriptures is, the Scriptures is it also contains prayers. You know, if you ever get stumped in your prayer time or you ever have trouble um, knowing how to pray, you know, the New Testament and the Psalms and, and even other places in the Old Testament are full of prayers. Jesus gave us a prayer, the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6. And He said, pray this way. 
And, you know, I think sometimes the Lord's Prayer, we've 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 kind of lost sight of it because maybe it's been misused or it's just become a rote part of some traditional church services. But the Lord's Prayer is, is a beautiful way to lead us into the presence of God. And Paul also gave us some some incredible prayers. So um, use these prayers that are that are found in the scriptures to help kickstart your own prayer time. Because if we want to hear the voice of God, we're only going to hear it as we immerse ourselves in prayer and in the scriptures. And if you're not spending time in the scriptures, if you're not spending time in prayer, I challenge you, five minutes a day in the Bible, five minutes praying, 10 minutes out of your schedule, five minutes praying, five minutes reading the Bible. If you do that every day, it'll change your world. I promise you. So I'm challenging you. If you're not doing it, if you're not consistent in spending time with God, start today. Five minutes of the scriptures, five minutes of prayer, do it every day, and then in a month, see where you're at. I promise you it'll change your life. So what can we do to position ourselves to hear the voice of God? First of all, we have to make time to listen. Number two, we have the Bible and prayer, and we have to spend time in them. Number three, counsel. Are we willing to listen to our leaders and those that God's placed around us? Proverbs says, says this, Plans succeed through good counsel. Don't go to war without the advice of others. And that's in Proverbs 20:18. Now, you might not be planning for war, but you are planning out your future. We all are. We all want to be uh, preparing for the future that God has for us. We want to live the best life possible. We want to live a life of meaning and a life of service. We want to live a life of, that's fulfilling to us and a life that counts. Um, a life that God can use. And so getting, uh, getting good counsel and good advice is so important. But I'm not talking about just getting you know some advice from your friends over at the bar or your friends at the gym or even people you go to school with. Or, you know, I'm talking about people that are a little further down the road than you are. Um, maybe people that uh, you know, are put in leadership positions in your life. Your parents, your pastors, maybe your boss at work. Um, but people that, that you look up to, people that are a little further down the road and, um, you know, they're going to be able to, to give you a little better advice than people that are your peers. But get counsel, get advice, you know, ask them, where do you see my life going? Where do you see me gifted? What do you see me being good at? And uh, even in other specific areas, ask people for advice. Ask people to pray for you or pray with you and then listen to what they have to say because God may speak to them on your behalf. And this is really one of the areas that, that so many people miss out on if they're not involved in a good local church. Pastors and leaders are great people to get counsel and advice from. They have your best interest at heart. They want to see you succeed. Uh, Hebrews thirteen seventeen says this, Obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls, and they know that they are accountable to God. Give them reason to do this joyfully and not with sorrow. That would certainly not be for your benefit. Now, of course, this idea of submission and obedience to authority is not always popular. But it's God's plan. It's the the the, the way that God wants to position us so that we can be um, uh, able to hear his voice and also be protected 
And, and our pastors, our leaders are put there to protect us and to help us. And, uh, you know, it's easy to obey a leader when he says what we want to hear. But it's much harder if they suggest something that we don't agree with. And I think that's where we have to just evaluate, um, you know, are we going to obey when it's easy or are we going to um, even obey when they say something we may not necessarily agree with? So something to think about. And then last, the last thing is this. Um, we have to take a step. God's will and direction often become clear when we start moving. It's often said, we move and then God moves. Often we get that backwards. We think, okay, if God moves, then I'll move. But in reality, God's waiting for us to take a step of faith, and then He'll speak. That's, that's the way it works. You look throughout the Scriptures. God speaks as His people are moving. He'll give them a little bit up front. He'll give them some guidance, but then He begins to direct and make it clear as they go. Abraham is a great example. Moses is a great example. So many others throughout the Scripture. God gave them a little bit of guidance, got them moving, and then he directed their course as they started moving. As we start stepping out in faith, we find that God will begin to guide us and speak to us and open doors for us. When we're trying to hear God's voice and find out what he's saying to us, it it doesn't require much faith to just sit and pray. Anybody can just sit and pray, and that's important. We've talked about it. That was the the second thing that we mentioned. It's it's huge um, to, to, to make time. To, to connect with God, to listen. But at some point, we've got to go. At some point, we've got to move. <clears throat> and that's where faith comes in. As we pray for guidance and as we ask God to speak to us, we'll find that as we take a step, that is when things start to become clear. So learning to walk in the light and these four things, making time to listen, spending time in God's Word and prayer, listening to counsel, putting ourselves in a position where we can be um, counseled and taught. And then lastly, number four, take a step of faith. Well, now it's your turn. I'd love to hear from you. Is there something I missed? Do you think there might be something else, some other way that God might speak to us? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, What are some ways that God speaks to you? What are some ways that God guide you in your life. Go to davidspell.com, leave me a comment or even a question in the comment section for today's post. I promise I'll answer every question that's there. So davidspell.com. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to get my free newsletter. You don't want to miss a single issue. I publish three blog posts a week and subscribing will make sure that you don't miss a single issue. And subscribers also get my free monthly subscribers-only newsletter. It's full of extra leadership tips, um, insights um, into the scriptures, um, and full of, of, of what Annie and I are doing in Brazil, along with pictures and a lot of other cool things. So make sure you check it out. It's also got, um, you'll be the first to know every time I offer something new. I've got another book uh, coming out in another month or so, and uh, you'll be the first to hear about it. So Uh, Make sure you subscribe at davidspell.com. Well, now it's time for this week's resource highlight. And this week I want to highlight my book, Peter and Paul in Acts. You know, we're talking in this episode about learning to walk in the light, learning to hear 
the voice of God. And the book, uh, the New Testament book, the Acts of the Apostles, is is an absolutely amazing book because in in the Gospel of Luke, and, and the same writer wrote both books, we see Jesus moving and ministering in people's lives. But now in the in the Acts of the Apostles, Jesus is gone. He's ascended back into heaven after the resurrection. But he's sent his Holy Spirit to live inside of his followers. And the Holy Spirit is working through them to continue the ministry of Jesus. And so, as we were talking in this episode about hearing God's voice, what we see in the Acts of the Apostles is the Holy Spirit moving through, and we focus particularly on Peter and Paul, um, hence the title, Peter and Paul and Acts. But we focus on, on those guys, and we see the Holy Spirit in operation in their ministry. And, and the focus of the book is apostolic ministry. What does it look like? Um, what did it look like in the New Testament? How did the church get started? But in the midst of that, throughout the everything that Peter and Paul did was this idea that it was the Holy Spirit working through them and empowering them to reach reach their world. And so check out the book. It's my, it's my very first book, and um, I, I know you'll enjoy it. It's a great tool for Bible study, for individual and for group study, and it'll really help you to, to get a better understanding of the Acts of the Apostles. So there'll be a link in the show notes. Check it out. Well, my friends, thanks so much for being with me on this journey. As I said, this is episode 83. We've, we've covered a lot of ground. We've got a lot of ground to cover. And uh, so thanks for being with me. And until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.